When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From the Sleep Number Studios, TomBernardShow.com with Catherine Brandt, who's not back, but you're used to that. She's never back on time. Alex Brandt, Bernard Rasmussen. Uh, I thought you were just Alex Rasmussen now. I am not. Oh. I'm Alex Brandt, Bernard Rasmussen. Are you serious? You you do know that's Aber, right? Aber. Aber. Yes, it is. Well, anyway, Andy (laughs) Brandt, Bernard. Mike Rasmussen. Doug Sprinthal. See, in any case, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. We'll be back in 60 seconds. One of the Gophers have been kicked off one of the teams. We'll tell you who next the TomBernardShow.com. I am here with my close pal, my buddy, my attorney at law. If I ever get hurt, I mean, he hurts my feelings all the time. <laughs> but uh, it's not only picking up the phone to call Brad, Sean, Bryant. What's that number? The phone number is 800-770-7008. Excellent. Now, maybe I don't have a, a phone or my cell phone. Like in my house, I don't get great cell reception. So I can hop on the Internet. How do I get a hold of you on the Internet? Our website is minnesotapersonalinjury.com. minnesotapersonalinjury.com. And you get right back to them. It costs them nothing to talk to you. It's not some huge fee up front. So I can pick up the phone. I can go on the Internet. I can stop by your house. Well, probably not. <laughs> You would advise against that one? Yeah, my kids would. Okay, one more time. <laughs> yes, one more time with the telephone number. Uh, 800-770-7008. And those phones are answered 24 hours every single day. And the website is? Is minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Brad, Sean, Bryant. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant, ladies and gentlemen. New Gophers men's basketball transfer Zach Lofton was dismissed for failing to meet the expectations and obligations of the team. According to a news release issued on Wednesday evening, uh, while decisions like this are always difficult, we felt it was in the interest of our program to move forward at this time, Coach Richard Patino said in his release. We wish Zach nothing but the best in the future. That's all. When you fire someone, you always wish him the best in the yeah, future. Yeah, that's never good. Lofton, who joined the team this season, has made more than a few stops in his high school and college career. The 6'4 guard originally hails from St. Paul, attended St. Bernard's for two years. Until it closed, then went to Columbia Heights. Afterward, he played at Quakerdale Prep in New Providence, Iowa, San Jacinto College Central in Houston, and Illinois State for one year each before arriving in Minnesota. Last year, the athletic Lofton averaged 11.3 points and three rebounds, but shot only 33.9% from the field and 29.2% from three-point range for Illinois State. But the Gophers staff seemed to believe he possessed the ability to post much better numbers. The Gopher season officially begins November 14th when we're in Las Vegas. When they play Louisville and Puerto Rico, they had their first open scrimmage on Sunday during which the transfer, who would have uh, 
have registered this season <clears throat> per NCAA transfer rules, was seen arguing with teammates and was apparently uh, snapped at a uh, snapped at a couple of times for his poor body language. So Zach Lofton gone. Goodbye. Well, he's just going back to St. Paul, I suppose. Nobody, was another college going to pick this kid up? I kind of doubt it. Poor body language? Poor, poor body language. What would you say, Andy? Are we talking about football? Basketball. Uh. That's why I said new gopher men's basketball <laughs> transfer. <laughs> well, I was, they're talking about you mentioned the partnership on the break, apparently, and now they're all talking about that. Uh. Oh, no, Doug brought something up about it. Well, I just told them, well, so you'll some, have to wait. Well, there's something I have to announce as far as, you know. I, well, I'm not going to announce it, actually. Somebody else is Isn't going to it announce it. Isn't it not finalized? Tom's gay. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> and and the, he's taking over I'm the time. I'm the Tim Reed, was it? Tim what was Cook. It? Tim Cook. Tim Cook. So it's okay, everybody. Yeah. Yes, it's okay, it's everybody. It's all good. No, I mean, it's, it's not unexpected. I mean, it'll be... I'm just... Well, Do I know about audience. this? Yes. Yes. And it's being finalized right now. I just am not I'm not going to retire. That's pretty much what it is. I can't tell you what it is though cuz they're making an announcement, but I'm not going to retire. Even though you said you were like last week. No, that was yesterday. Uh. <laughs> so should we tell everybody to unplug the internet for a week? We're going black or whatever. Just going completely black. Blackout. That's it. Blackout. Going yeah. black. Well, you go black. You go to black. You fade to black. Yeah, they used to say that with... What was that? That was me. What the hell was that noise? I was like, what in the hell? No idea. It sounded really weird, though. It was my ghost noise. Clearly. Ghost. You have a ghost noise? Yep. It just happened. Uh, What are you going to do? It's Halloween tomorrow. That is craziness. I know. It's Halloween tomorrow, and it's my birthday a week from tomorrow. I know. Do we have plans for your birthday yet? Uh, I don't know. We'll probably get together for dinner or something. But I, I, I can't tell you where I'm going to be that day yet, either. That's also a secret. Where you're going to be. What the hell are you talking about? i got a lot of secrets, man. we got a lot no, of secrets. Apparently, there's a restaurant opening that we are invited to, and it might be that evening. Oh, uh, I think you got pushback. It got pushed back. I'm pretty sure. Did it really? Because damn it, of uh, just the installment of the kitchen items were taken. We're going to need to figure. Are we out. talking about the salty spittoon or whatever? Yep. Yeah, the salty is spittoon. That's what they call it. No, yeah, the no. salty spittoon. That's a great name, though. It is, yeah, like it's, a, it's from like something. Drunken clam. Salty spittoon. It's from ah, it's from SpongeBob. The salty okay. spittoon, oh. yeah, absolutely. Well, that would make sense for SpongeBob. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah, we can't tell you the name of the restaurant yet because it's not open. No. It's not no. our restaurant either. It's a friend of ours restaurant. Oh, so it is who I'm thinking of? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. A Rosemont woman with four special needs children has been charged with neglect, accused of living with her sex offender husband in okay. a fly-infested home so filthy and cluttered that authorities branded it a fire trap. What? The children, this woman, woman's having a big day, I would guess. Okay. Uh, she has four special needs children, been charged with neglect. She's accused of living with her sex offender Wait, husband. She has four special needs children? Four of them, yes. What is she, like all fetal alcohol syndrome or something? I don't know. Yeah. The odds of that yeah. are not good. They're, yeah. The children ages 6 to 13 are now in foster care, no longer subjected to being sent to their rooms behind doors with deadbolts when they misbehaved. Yeah, I'd be special needs too, for Christ's <laughs> sake. Being 
paddling, dead bolted in your bedroom. See, that's the thing. Malnutrition. Like special needs is like EBD, emotional behavioral disorder. Right. Is, they're lumped in with that, but these kids are for sure. It's their parents fucking them up. Yeah. yeah. No yeah special needs can mean a lot of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. According to gross misdemeanor charges of child neglect filed last week against 38-year-old Ramona L. Murphy in Dakota County District Court, according to the criminal complaint, police, with the assistance of members of the state's Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, on August 7th, searched the Murphy's home in the 3400 block of Lower 147th Street West. An officer sat briefly with Murphy and the four children in the kitchen and found it difficult to be in that location with the amount of bugs flying around. Mm. A county social worker was called and determined that the children would be placed in foster care, noting the unsanitary living conditions and Stephen Murphy's history as a sex offender. His record includes convictions in 2004 for third-degree criminal sexual conduct and 2002 for possessing child pornography. How was this guy out of prison? 2002? And 2004. Well, 10 years. I don't know. Evidence of a fly infestation was evident throughout the house. Evidence was evident? That's good. That's some good writing right there. Well, evidence is evident. Evidence of a fly infestation was evident throughout the house. Six long fly traps were filled with bugs. <laughs> you. Flies blanketed the living room ceiling. Stephen Murphy said an unkempt guinea pig cage may have attracted flies. Mm. Unkempt. So they let a guinea pig crap up a pile and just left it? That sounds about right. Ugh. What mm. the heck is wrong? Well, unkempt. We had fly traps in the barn. Not That's our house, because though. Because it was a barn. Yeah. Me. He then said, oh, that might not be it. It might be the dead mice inside the wall. Where are you? I'm sorry. I Rosemont. My oh, t- uh, my town. That's your must town. Be that's right. well, I'm down, glad I'm not down the block. That one. Next door neighbor Doug Sprinthal said <laughs> the kitchen sink was up to the rim with dirty dishes. Food scraps were on floors all throughout the multi-level house. The fire marshal responded the same day and noted 19 safety violations. He ranked the home among the most severe in terms of hoarding and clutter. The oldest child reeking of an unspecified odor told authorities that Ramona Murphy would discipline him and the others by locking them in their bedroom until a timer she had set went off. The complaint did not specify whether Ramona or Stephen Murphy are the parents of any of the children. A telephone message was left Thursday with Ramona Murphy uh, seeking her response to the allegations, but she hasn't called back yet. It's probably those dead mice in the walls have the phone or something. Yeah, dead things have a tendency to... I'm pretty sure there was a dead mouse in our wall. Because we've got no uh, way. Yeah, because they eat the poison, mm-hmm. and then they go into the, you know they go into the wall and they croak. Oh, you mean by the by the garage? Yeah, I'm pretty because there was kind of like this funky smell for quite some time. I mean that happens. It's hard to keep mice out of your garage. I don't care where you live. It's hard to keep mice out of your but house say, this time of year. Oh no, that's spiders with the with the the ball shaped thing. Yeah. What? What is that? It's a spider. Uh, that's a uh, what the hell? Where is baby spiders ball? come from? Um, An egg sack? Yeah. An orb. Uh, no, I'm talking about it. You get this thing every fall. It's a, it's a plant shaped like a ball. The green oh, the he- thing, that hedge, yeah, that hedge thing ball or, or hedgehog. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're sold in like the produce oh, section, yeah, and they're yeah. like there's a thing in the basket that's like, do not eat. Use for spiders. Yeah, the hedge yeah. apples. Hedge yeah, apples. Hedge there you apples. go. Does it actually keep spiders out of your garage? I've heard that. Some people say they do. Some people say they don't. Oh, I guess really? it's just up uh, to... You should absolutely buy some of those, and you can be the test market because... I have a lot of spiders in my house. Every time I'm over there, we find a couple of spiders. The new house? Yeah. 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 And I always wake really? up with spider bites. 
freaking spiders. You probably yeah, better. You should uh, get those. I think you can also have Plunkets deal yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah should. I should probably have the. I'm sure an exterminator hasn't been to that place in like six yeah, years. I'm sure. No. But those thingies work. <clears throat> Do they? My, um, they sell them at Byerly's? Yeah, they sell them at like. <laughs> you put them under your bed. You're supposed to put them like under your bed and under oh, really? your couches and stuff like that. Because when I lived in that apartment in the ghetto. We had spiders all over the place, and then we all put, like, four underneath our beds and a couple under the couches. What happens if you do eat them? Yeah, because Jude is definitely going to eat them. Yeah, you can't can't have them anywhere in your home. Are they poison? I'm wondering. Or are they just gross? Yeah, I'm I'm sure they're just gross. Let's see. Oh, there's a Halloween warning about, you know those glow sticks that those kids use? Yeah. Yeah. You know how a lot of people, like, stick them in their mouths and chew on stuff? Because they're kids. Apparently that's toxic. Yeah, or no, something. Well, uh, so don't do that. Well, for that's here's the warning. first thing: hedge apples are not poisonous; they are just gross. Hmm. So, in other words, Jude will love them, but don't eat yeah. them anyway. But Jude the glow will. stick liquid. Let's see: <clears throat> phenyl oxalate ester. Yeah, you don't want to drink poisonous. that. Well, who would Doesn't drink it? Sound good. I guess some little, little girl. Dumb. Yeah, some little girl had just she just was chewing on it. You know, people just chew on parents or whatever. And she got a little bit in her throat, and I guess it was quite ghastly. People in, um, when I would go to, like, electronic music concerts and stuff like that, they would break them and pour it, like, in their mouth so their teeth would glow. Why would you do Their mouths would glow. Wow. That's not a good idea. They didn't swallow it. They were like, don't swallow it. But they'd, like, put it in there. I'm like, this is not good. And they'd break them and, like, rub it on their skin and stuff so they'd glow. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Every time I hear the the word glow stick, I think Catherine and I played. Uh, what the hell is that called when you play golf in the dark? Glow, glow ball. ball. It's called glow, glow ball. ball. Yeah. I remember you did that once when I was like five or something. That's when that's, that's when we did it. We and they done didn't come yeah. home until like two a.m. and we thought they died. Party. I used to think they died a lot. Yeah. The reason yeah. that I bring that up is because. Um, one of the couples we played with, we played with John and Nan Castino and Kent Herbeck. And there was another couple. And there was another couple. Who? The Obamas. But the great thing about, yes, it was Miguel and Barack <laughs> Obama. They were like Back 20 years old nice. or something. But it was great because uh, Kent Herbeck, remember this is in the middle of the night, you play glow ball golf. Kent Herbeck wore a glow stick as a halo. Oh, Remember that? Yes. He had a glow sticker on his He was head. taking it very seriously. Oh, he was. Shock. It was hilarious. You're to play all 18 holes. That's yeah. like, no, you don't do that yeah, when it's dark. Yeah. You just kind of play until you lose a couple balls and you go in. But there he wanted go. to play all of them. The LD50 of diphenyl oxalate, a.k.a. the glow stick crap, yeah. uh, is one gram per kilogram. So... Um, Let's see. Let's say, let's say you weigh 200 pounds to make the math easier. So that's about 90 kilograms. So you'd only have to drink uh, 90 grams of it to have a 50% chance of dying. Wow. That's so, seriously yeah, toxic. Yeah, you do not want to drink it. I'm surprised they let little kids handle those. Well, you're not yeah. supposed to bite the things is yeah. the thing. Yeah. You're not supposed to have... Know, you know how kids well, are. Well, you don't give it to a kid yeah. if they some don't know. Kids, yeah, you don't, yeah. You don't some kids put it. everything in their mouths. Yeah. You don't give poisonous things to kids everything. unless you... Uh, like know chewed. that they're not going to chew yeah. it. Yeah. Don't give chew like, to yeah. glow stick. Exactly. Oh, not. yeah. He'd drink it in 10 <laughs> seconds. Did you hear about the, um, speaking of toxic things, fireball whiskey? 
Oh. Yeah, it's got yeah. antifreeze in it. Yeah, it got what? recalled because it has antifreeze in oh, it. In what? Europe. In Europe. It's it got recalled in Europe, but it has antifreeze in it everywhere. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, because America is a known likes toxic. for us to drink and eat actual Well, that depends poison. on what you mean by anti. It's Let me find out. Is, uh, from e-cigs. The, uh, oh, it's propylene glycol. That's yes. nothing, yep. then. That's no big deal. But I'm going to look at CBS News and see what they have to say. Yeah. Because if it is propylene glycol, you can literally drink a glass of that if you want. See? Oh, It'll taste god-awful, but it won't kill you. While you're looking for it, be good for we'll you. take a break. Ladies and gentlemen, what do you think of that segue? Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabanco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Did you find what you were looking for, Andy? Uh, Yes, I did. It is propylene glycol, and it is not very much. So calling it an antifreeze ingredient is sensationalism at best. And it's not that good a whiskey. Sorry. <laughs> what is it? It's the uh, Fireball whiskey. So it's like thirty like percent tamales. Yeah, like thirty percent alcohol. Yeah. So it's really sweet. Yeah, oh, really yeah. sweet. Oh. I've yeah. only had it because it's like the new craze. Everybody's like Fireball, Fireball, oh, Fireball. Yeah. Yeah. And at my friend Natalie's wedding. We, when we got in the party bus, they passed around a bottle of Fireball, and everyone was, like, taking a pull oh, from I Fireball. Saw, I saw a thing. Someone attached a GoPro to a bottle of yeah. Fireball whiskey yeah. at a wedding. At a wedding, yeah. How, do people not care that they get herpes or something? That's what I was just thinking. I yeah, was like, man, I was kind of like, It was literally, like, 70 people yeah. sharing the same bottle. Yeah, see, that, this was, well, like... Yeah. the whiskey kills the herpes, maybe. Not yeah. on the rim, though. Not Fireball whiskey. This one no. was... Yeah, this one... Sugar water whiskey. Family, man. Yeah, but your car will start in the morning. Um, <laughs> exactly. This one was just the bridal party, so it's, it's like we. Still, it was. I was uh, not. I like took it and I passed it to the next person. And Natalie, seriously, like she looked at me and was like, "As my wedding gift, you will drink this." Wow. I was like, "I don't wow. want to." And she was like, "Peer pressure." Yeah, and she was Woo. like, "Alex, come on, it's my wedding." And I was like, "Just okay. drink it like uh, do the uh, restaurant pour." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I drank it, and it's not. You should have had Whoops, some. Whoops! I poured it in your face. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I spilled it all over the whole place. Yeah, <laughs> the bus is all sticky do? now because it's not actual whiskey, apparently. Yeah, it's, it's like sugar. Wow. All right, I have to run a couple things by you. I'm ready. Oh man! So Catherine decided we're having matzo ball soup from Mort's. 
tonight for dinner, which I'm looking I'm forward to. I'm feeling a little chosen today. Why? Because she's well, the chosen a Jewish person. You're a chosen one? Exactly. Jewish joke. But in any case, the, the only problem with that is Earthly. when I go to Mort's to pick up the soup, I have to walk right past the red velvet cake. Yeah. Oh, they keep that thing that's right. A good old cake. Oh, good man, old that cake. That's the big old cake. <laughs> that too. cake. What is that cake doing in our freezer, by the way? Yeah, what is that cake? That doing is in our, our wedding cake that we will take and put in our freezer because that's oh. that weird thing where you have to eat Throw it, it a, year out a year after later. You, yeah. yeah. Where? you yeah. take this a taste like of it. <laughs> What's the other you stuff know. in the dishes? That's like some weird frosting that the I threw one of them away. Oh, that was frosting for those cupcakes. Oh. Oh, because she threw it away. That's well, fine. no, I only threw one away because it fell down and broke, and then I threw it away. Okay. Well, was it the vanilla, the chocolate, or the strawberry? I think it was the vanilla one that fell out and it broke. It fell out and broke? Yeah. How the hell did it fall out of our freezer? I was digging around for something. In oh, there. you broke it, in other words. It didn't fall nice out. You broke job, it. Job, nice no, job, Mom. No, you did it. What the hell's Rosenbaum? He's probably on the on the. Well, board. Sam's here, so I'm he guessing. He doesn't come in for a few minutes. Here's he a fun thing. A nurse in the Ebola quarantine decided to go for a bike ride. With her boyfriend. And then yeah. shook someone's hand. Oh, good. She See, has... people like that are like... Should she French kiss him? Without people wow. like that, there wouldn't be epidemics. <laughs> You're absolutely right about that. Yeah, she, uh, as a matter of fact, has 11 days left on her quarantine, and she refuses to be quarantined. She's How a gal in Maine. So it's yeah. not a quarantine at all. It's a please don't leave your house. Well, that's yeah, exactly that's what it is. Yeah, that's not a quarantine. Yeah. If they're going to do a quarantine, do it right. Yeah, like actually yeah, nail her door shut and that kind of thing. Rosenbaum must be here now because I can hear him yapping out there. Abby yeah. <laughs> Gaia! About the law. Uh, Rosenbaum does he go to here, yes? Yeah, he's coming. Kind of, I knew he was here because I heard him. Yeah. <laughs> His loud voice. I just was going to do something and you distracted me. I'm sorry. I'll never do it again, honey. I'll never distract you. <laughs> <laughs> it never happens. I never distract you. It's all true. Oh, my God. What? You are one of the most distracting people ever. I have a question for you. What? I've never. Is this the way all radio scripts are written? All caps and no paragraphs? That's a dad thing. No, okay. I, I actually He's don't blind. like it when it's all just written like that. I was what? wondering. I'd be. I was trying to read all that cap- when you were reading, yeah. and I'm like, Jesus, it's hard to read. All caps are good, but double spacing is nice. Yeah, when you're doing scripts, you're supposed to do double spacing. Nobody ever does anymore. They don't. I don't know why that is. Oh, and I'll tell you a lot of scripts are just written in like book format, just like a paragraph. Oh, that's I actually not how it, you do that. I actually, you know, once in a while, I get a commercial at the last minute, so they hand it to me, and I can read copy because I've been doing it for you know 40 years. I can read something without ever having seen it before. Matter of fact, most of the things you hear me read at live on the air, I was I've just been handed, so I've never read them before. And in one piece of copy, it said, and I quote, and remember, them, them, I send you. Huh. Yes. Them, them, I send you. What was it supposed to say? Marching right off the cliff. Tell them I sent you. Oh. Them, them, I send you. God damn it. (laughs) All right. Don't talk about Jews anymore, Catherine. Rosenbaum's here. Catherine was calling herself a chosen one because we're having matzo ball soup for dinner. I didn't call myself cho- she a chosen one. She is a chosen one. <laughs> she is? I said I was feeling You don't know chosen. how lucky you are being married to her. She's the only one in the whole family other than your children who have any common sense. Thank you. So you're saying you're the only one that does. Yes. does not have common sense. <laughs> Without saying I it, listen that's to your what wife. he said. Isn't that a good thing, though, for my business not to have any common sense? It's I have actually a good of, for the business. Yeah, I have a couple of Better favorites. Better for my business, actually, now that I think about yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. Favorite memories at your wedding was one, Ron Rosenbaum, 
saying at the top of his lungs at least 15 times. I'm guessing he had a couple of drinks, maybe. Maybe. Potentially. I keep telling Tom to listen to his fucking wife. <laughs> I, I think I did say that, so, by the way. And what? you know what? He I'm dead sober. It's times. still good advice. <laughs> it's the greatest. It is. It's true. I'm like, it's, everybody listen. Yeah. Listen to Ron Rosenbaum. Because he should listen to me. Classing up the joint. <laughs> yeah. With a capital K. Yeah. And yeah. my second favorite, well, other than the wedding ceremony, that's oh, obviously my favorite. Getting I don't think Doug and Ronnie, you talking about the... The patty thing? No. Oh, you got to tell them the patty thing because well, I, can't I don't know if I want to do that. I'll, I'll tell it. Was uh, when um, you it. were doing the little garter thing. Oh, have you not heard this? And um, no. Oh, wow. And uh, <laughs> oh wait, and maybe. Apparently, it's now in vogue for the groom to do like a little lap dancey sort of thing for That's the been bride. For a few I didn't years. know. I, I the didn't groom know does a lap that. dance. Yeah, <clears throat> to, on know. the bride. Apparently, well, trashy has all the father-in-law to bees. So, <laughs> so sweet little boy face Dan is like doing this dance around Alex, and she's like, "What? It was is like happening? You need to stop it was immediately." The look on her face. <laughs> I hope they got this on film because it was hilarious. All of a sudden. Paige, all of a sudden she just appears out of nowhere and goes, this is completely inappropriate for a wedding! (laughs) (laughs) I thought I was going to die laughing. She was pretty upset. hilarious. Paige? Paige. What? (laughs) He did it for like 10 seconds. I know, but you were like, what? I was like, no. No. We're Um, not doing this. You know what? The mother and daughter looked absolutely beautiful. Oh, No doubt about it. I'm serious. Up good. I, tr- I tried. <laughs> you clean up pretty well yourself. I don't yourself, do it often, but I do. Yeah. It's very exciting. Very impressive. Yeah. And by the way, since uh, my father died before Andy and Alex were born, Alex has adopted Don Shelby as her grandfather. Yep. <laughs> she has. She thinks that Don's her grandpa. Yep. Well, he's got a lot of money, and that's really the that's important what thing. I'm exactly. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, that's the key. Crossed. But he did an incredible job uh, announcing the the uh, oh, it was, reception. He was Don very was amazing. serious. Took it very seriously. Don's a good guy, and I still haven't heard when he's coming back to the podcast. For Christ's sake! I asked him. By the way, when is it? Does he? he have, you know, it's, talk it's one of these things. He said soon. Yeah, that's she what he keeps telling me. He's been saying soon now since July. So soon, soon, soon. Now you want to hear the best uh, story from the reception? Fire away. Oh, Alex's wedding. Uh, don't this, give names. I'll just say Patty because nobody knows who that is. There were at least 50 Patties there. So. Yes, there were 50 Patties. <laughs> so Patty comes up to Catherine and says, I think I might have made a, what, a mistake or said something I th- wrong. I think I did something bad. Oh, I think I did something bad. And she goes... What? I'm like, already? The reception started like eight yeah. minutes ago. <laughs> She's, yeah, eight minutes in. <laughs> eight minutes in. Rosenbaum, what are you, one of my kids? you got to be on your phone? <laughs> yeah, ADD. Honest, God, got, I was there. I'm just listening. you got Ron I'm multitasking. <laughs> anyway, so she said, I think I did something bad. And Kath said, what did you do? She said, you know that one black guy? She's talking about JB, right? Because they were dancing. They were no, dancing. this was before the dancing. This was before oh. the dancing. This is literally eight minutes in. Literally. People just had arrived. And I'm going to give it to you for the quote <laughs> of what she actually asked JB. And I can't wait to see JB so I can bring it up to him. No. You want me to say it? <laughs> yeah. Is it, did you come here or are you from? Which one was it? Where did you come from? Yeah, okay. She walks up to JB and says, where did you come from, Africa? 
She actually said that to him. Now, yes, Patty, that was was a bad thing. She was sober at the time. (laughs) Hopefully not. Hopefully not. I don't think she was sober at the time. Hopefully not. (laughs) Where did you come from, Africa? I'm like, what? JB. To JB. St. Louis, actually. No, it's actually him here from St. Louis. (laughs) But he was wearing a pimp hat. Who says that? He was wearing a pimp hat. hat. We had dinner dinner with him. He and Sarah spent about half an hour. She was giving him dating advice because he's still uh, trying to remember. Oh, still? Yeah. Oh, man. I know. And he was like, he came up to me and was like, what's the over-under on your single midlife lady situation at your wedding? I was like, it's not great. It's not great. We've got two, I think. Uh, three, four. four. He actually asked you four. Two, four. Oh, single. Yeah, single. Yeah, you got to work the crowd. <laughs> you know, yeah. you got to work the crowd. Yeah, I was like, it's not. I'm sorry, we just don't really have that many. And then one of the groomsmen was like, "What are my prospects for your wedding in the <laughs> bridal party?" And I was like, "None. I have if one you have single bridesmaid." Zero. Right. I was like, zero? "I have one single bridesmaid." Right. You wait, Colette single? No. Nope. She, well, she's. Has that stupid boy that she hangs out with? Uh, it's day. It's what? day. He's Alex stupid. Day. I don't care. Who Who knows? Who's going to know? No one. Never mind. <laughs> Unbelievable. And Paige, I've told her like five times about Paige? the rules. Ron doesn't seem to be that aghast. So I didn't say a name. Oh, you see the look on his face right now? I didn't now? say a name. He's yeah. not listening to the podcast. I can guarantee you that. Don't you know who looked the most daughters? serious at the wedding? Andy, Andy, I know he took his job <laughs> I was very Andy seriously. The whole time it was like, I've got to do this right. <laughs> Make any mistakes walking down the aisle. I know. Am I right, Andy? I had indigestion. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's nice. my holding it together. That's nice to know you had indigestion. <laughs> my, the shoes were so uncomfortable. I was trying not to start spraying blood from my ankles. Brain. No, I was thank willing you for not doing that. Willing it to stay in my veins. Okay. I did think I did think the minister might be auditioning for the Acme comedy. Yeah, yeah. really. Did you notice <laughs> that? Know, he go on he the was road, trying to man. do a little shtick up there. He had a little Ned Flanders in him, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little Ned. And I don't. It never works as well at Lutheran churches, though. I don't. I don't know. Most most of the stand-up comedy comics are not. Lutheran minister. No, right? most am I right no. about that? I think that's true. I think so. Might yeah. be a Jew or two in the comedy business. <laughs> He's I'm not hilarious. Sure. Well, my brother leans up because um, he remember when they first got up there, he started talking about your hair and how long it had taken for you to plan the wedding and stuff. But Terry leans into me and goes, He knows that they're nervous. That's why he's talking to them. Oh, see, there you go. I'm like, thanks, Terry. They didn't look nervous. He looked nervous, play. not them. <laughs> I was not hilarious. nervous at all. You didn't look nervous. So oh, excited when we were walking down the aisle, you were shaking a little bit in the beginning. I felt a little. I didn't feel dropped. nervous at all. Oh, well, you were shaking. No, I don't think so. Too I was so excited. You were, yeah, you I were was very so excited. excited. Oh, I think that was an excitement shake. So. How was your honeymoon, by the way? Wonderful. It's yeah. seriously Disney like world. It was so great that I'm nervous that something bad is going to happen now. No, it was like, oh, no. <laughs> where, where did you go for your honeymoon? We went well. This was like a, we're going on our big honeymoon in spring. Because nine days. I know about that. They're going to go on a second honeymoon. That's how I know about this. They're going for a second honeymoon in a couple of months. In a couple of months, yes. Um, So this was like the junior honeymoon? Yeah, it's the junior honeymoon. We went to Disney World for three days, and then we stayed at my parents' house in Florida for Mm. the rest of the time. Good weather? 
Amazing yeah. weather. This is what I love. She's married for a week, and all of a sudden now it's her parents' house. <laughs> it's your house, too. <laughs> No, it's really it's not. not. It's never been my house. It's never no, been my really house. Isn't. No, but you got your, got her own family. No, I've always called it my parents' house in Florida. I've never said I've, my I've, house in Florida. I've never called it my house. Yeah, it's ever. either our house. It's yeah. it's the family house. Yeah. It's not mine, that's no. for sure. Yeah. Not well, you know what's odd? I'm Tom's lawyer. I call it my house. That's uh, yeah. that's how I refer to it. Yeah. Will be one there. day. It's just a little <laughs> premature. Well, you <laughs> you have family that about two two miles away. Used to. Not anymore? Just, no, my mother's 140 years old no longer. <laughs> 140. Wow. She she call it she's very book. good for 140. Yeah. No, she, she's too old now. She's 94. So so, she, but she was right in the neighborhood. She was, yeah. I think the oldest woman ever was 120-something. Yeah. I think it's Jean like 124. Clement. No, thank you. Her name is Jean Clement. She was spry. Eh, I don't want to live till I'm 120. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, it's 122. Yeah, Jean Clement. Clement. Judging by how things Clement. have been going... Lately, maybe you'll make a really great turn at a hundred. Well, consider oh. though, it <laughs> could be like you too, where you get crappy for a while and then you get better again. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, uh, like radiation poisons have got to be. Were you bad emotional because you actually came walking down the aisle? Kind getting of, attention? Well, no, he was kidding with what? people. Putting and, people in headlocks? No, he was doing what I was doing at the rehearsal dinner. I was like, if I just keep making jokes, I won't cry. Yeah, it's a coping well, That's what he yeah. was doing. That's oh, totally that's what he was doing. That's got to be pretty emotional. Given oh, it. I mean, oh, I can't even imagine. Horrible. They were sobbing during sobbing. the ceremony. I couldn't stop crying. We I walked up to them I and gave tried them to, flowers. Like, she was like, she was, was a disaster. Was and then I gave you the flower, and then I hugged you. You were like... Oh, you guys both had the raccoon eyes. Did you think, like, about think back when she was just like a little kid? No, stop it! Don't do this! See, that's, what, you, that's what parents... <laughs> it's true. It's very emotional. It is. No, I agree. You got it going again. See, See? it's terrible. When we were oh, leaving the reception, we got in the elevator, apparently with one of your brothers, and he goes, so how do you know Tom? I said, oh, he's a friend of mine. He goes, you're a goddamn liar. He doesn't have any. Ha ha! Oh. <laughs> that must have been Todd. Everyone I was going to say that's Todd for sure. You heard what Todd said about the reception, didn't you? That it must have cost you a million dollars. He said, this reception must have cost a million dollars. <laughs> no. I have to no, say that, that... We didn't buy the building. That venue was... was it was phenomenal. cool. It definitely classed up. Yeah, it was the largest that reception that I've ever been to. It was beautiful. Oh, it was thank very you. cool. Yeah, it was, it was thank just you. unbelievable. Honest to God, it was... And we're talking about the Minnesota History Center. If you yeah, have... A, it was, a, the food is amazing. Amazing. The great. staff is incredible. Yep. Like I cannot say enough wonderful things about they that really place. Did a great it, job. Was, it was great. It was wonderful. They knocked themselves out. So if you can have a good time at your own wedding, I had so much. That's fun. as good yeah, as it never gets. Yeah. yeah, I had so. I know everyone was. I was talking to. My mom, a couple days after, and she was like, how's it, like, are you settling down now? And I'm like, I'm really sad that I can never do that again. That does suck about it. It's, like, so much fun. It's you only get, you only get one. so much yeah. fun. I had quick. so much fun. I have never heard somebody say, I would do this day, like, again tomorrow. For I'm sure. Like, are you kidding? I would do it again. Yeah. Immediately. Well, I, you're you're going to finance it this time. Because <laughs> 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 it was a million dollars. This one's on your dime. It did cost a million dollars. Hello, but Denny's? No, like, <laughs> Hello, I, think, Denny's. I think that a big part of it for me, too, was how much 
like work I did for it. Like you I made, really hard you know, because a lot of it was so nice. People at the reception, like, where did you get these place card holders? I made them. Where did you do that? I made that. How did you come up with that? I made it. Or like, you know, where did you, who, get, the, who did you found get the string quartet? By the way, they were good. They were, they were really good. They were provided through the church. Okay, but it was like an extra thing. People don't realize like, how much work thing. goes in. Yeah, to like, doing the yeah, damn and thing. people like the music was amazing. Who picked all the music i did i did well and it was you better give dan some credit or he's going to be out there stewing <laughs> that's right he's he helped all you with some music choices dan helped me with some things but i mean like oh, I, <laughs> he did but it he was really nothing that he did <laughs> he helped, but what i mean i put i put in a thousand oh, times more work than anybody else did well, he better get used to it. He's oh, no, see, so you got her crying. Away to go, Rosenbaum. No, it's not. He started tearing up. So two quick Kendall stories. I, you know, Kendall, Kendall Norberg is kind of like the Luca Brazzi of our family. <laughs> <laughs> That's who he is, right? Well, he's not, he's not stupid. Luke was stupid. That was a big difference. Yeah. Kendall's a very it's bright guy, but not called he picked stupid. me up four times. Now, again, I weigh 282. Pick he picked me up over his head four times. Over right? his head? Over his head. I did not see no, this. When was this? I love the image of the Luca Brazzi. Yeah. <laughs> he was just Go doing kill this. that guy over there. Dad. But is there like case. a Wonder Woman twirl no, thing? No, no, no. Or not pressing, but he just oh. picked me up over his head. Your head over his head. So in any case, apparently after Kendall had had a cocktail or two, he goes, hey, Dan, come here. super strength. (laughs) Oh, Kendall's one of the strongest people you'll ever meet. He is a beast. But anyway, he calls Dan over. He goes, hey, Dan, so here's the deal. You need anything. I mean anything. (laughs) You give me a call. This is my phone number. I don't care what it is. I'll do anything for you. You're married to Alex. Luca. That's Luca Brad. <laughs> he called me a spoiled little brat when I was 12. Well, we're and a spoiled little brat. And I haven't liked him since. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall takes his shot. No, it was a great, yeah, took that it was a great wedding. Badly. Actually, I did not Ma- take it well. Mount Olivet was upsetting. great. The woman at Mount Olivet said it was the, the I guess... It was the most on-time and most well-organized wedding that well, she had ever, ever worked. worked. Boom! You're welcome. <laughs> that, and that's so surprising, hearing that from a Scandinavian type of church. Yeah, think about that. that. You would think they'd all be on time. All I've got twice. it together. How many people were? There were a lot of people. Two hundred and thirty-six. That's I knew it was an official was wedding like when I ran into Lou Nanny. That's how I knew it. I've never been to a wedding that Lou Nanny's not there. He came to my wedding. I didn't even invite him. He just, he just goes to weddings. So that's, that's how I knew wedding. it was an official like nice wedding. wedding. He does like weddings. That's very true. Unbelievable. The didn't whole you say thing. you wanted Bella to be part of the wedding? Yeah, I wanted the dogs to be in it, but they couldn't. No? Since they we got married nope. at a church. Nope, there'll be no, no dogs. Oh, they nope. don't do a blessing no of the dogs kind of thing? <laughs> Blessing of the so Catholics let dogs come in. Yeah, no, we do that in our church once a year. Yeah. How about the Jewish church? We don't bless the dogs. The Jewish church. <laughs> the synagogue. <laughs> the Jewish church. The Jewish church never starts on time, by the way. It's, it's not like, we're not like Lutherans. When people show up and then they complain and then there's a problem and nothing is ever smooth. So you're saying we're in a Jewish church right now. Oh. Yeah. 
was a shot That's at why the Ron family. feels comfortable yes. podcasting. Yikes. I sort of do. Like I feel most comfortable in a little bit of chaos. When things yeah. are, they do, really. When things are normal, I can't quite function. During the wedding, I was constantly having to ask people, you know, like, what... Where do I go next? What do I do? And they never knew, so yeah. I had to ask someone else. It's one of those things, like, you do the rehearsal, and literally after the rehearsal, I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, because you just get so much information. And it half the time doesn't go the way that they say anyway, because she said at the rehearsal that we were supposed to hug you, stand at the bottom of the stairs, and the pastor was supposed to go, who gives, not who gives this woman, who gives their love and support. Yeah, that never happened. It did. It did, too. But oh, did. we we were waiting <laughs> at the bottom of the stairs, attention. and Dan was like, we have to go up. And I'm like, no, he's supposed to ask our parents who gives their love and support. And then he didn't, and he, like, the pastor gave us a signal to, like, walk up the stairs. And so we walked up the stairs, and then he asked a question. He was too busy ad-libbing. So I paid attention <laughs> to the rehearsal well, and it didn't question. even go the way it was supposed to. Why is it that like why is it so formulaic like that? Why do you have to wait at the bottom of the stairs and then the priest says something and then you walk up and all that? Just it's like people like to know what to do because yeah, if you don't ceremony. if you don't get like stand at the bottom of the stairs until he says this and then you walk up then you're kind of like what am i supposed to do like what's my cue to go where i need to go Just walk up to the altar and then you can start saying stuff. well that was the way that it ended up happening <laughs> yeah exactly but, no, but you're exactly right people want to know do i stand yeah. here yeah. Do I go here when do yeah. i do this it makes it easier yeah like what's the did signal you know the this? minister was going to be doing a little shaky green i mean <laughs> Did you, did you know that was going to happen beforehand? He's we uh, we had two meetings with him before because at Mount all of it. If you do premarital counseling, it's like twenty out fifteen twenty hours of premarital counseling classes. Really, and then do two hours with your pastor you get a discount on your marriage license apparently which i didn't even know until after we did it seriously yeah with the state the state of minnesota if you is that to prevent divorces yeah it's because it's proven that people that take premarital counseling in any form Mm. the rate of divorce goes way down so what do they tell you at premarital counseling we went through like financial really money is a big it was you know what that's really a good idea yeah it was like financial we talked about um health stuff too right yep like if one of us got sick if we had a sick child how we wanted to raise our kids kind of like loosely just kind of like are we on the same page with stuff and then we took the myers-briggs test strong interest and then it was kind of like and we talked about like how we both deal with conflict because some couples deal with conflict in the same way like they both need to be left alone but like Dan needs to be left alone and I like to talk about things and what that means and da 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 how do you and Tom deal with conflict he, she likes <laughs> he to be left alone he likes to talk about it I like things. to be left alone and then talk about it he Smack needs to like the face. Arr, 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 I'm more like he thing. is yeah, I, that's not shocking. I, I I'm like we have to talk. To deal with it. Yeah, I'm yeah. like we have to talk about this right now for like an hour and a half yes. and beat it until it's just talked about way so too you're much. So sick of it. You yep. don't I don't do that. <laughs> I wonder where I get it from. From so the Sleep crazy. Number Studios, <laughs> TomBernardShow.com. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. 
Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. The chat wants to know what your name is now. How you're going to deal with that? That's a great question, you don't know and that? I wish I had an answer for him. Well, my legal, I'm changing out. my legal name. My first name is Alexandra Still. My middle names are Brant Bernard, and my last name is Rasmussen, but mm. I don't know what I'm going to go by. This is going to be like six months and like $1,000 after you get through the government to change your name. Yeah. It takes so long. Yeah, it's I don't so look forward to it at all. At all? So you're. No. So what happened to Ariel? Gone? Apparently. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> she looks happy about that. What is Ariel? That's her my old middle, middle name. name, apparently. Ariel, yeah. Her current Ariel. middle name. Well, let's oh. move on from that subject. Yes. That's what yeah, do. Uh, in any case, uh, we, uh, gosh, well, I, gee, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got to get out of here anyway because Holding Court, mm. starring Lucy Quinlivan. And there's another guy on it, too. Some other guy. Yeah, Some other guy. I don't know who that guy is. Ron Rosenbaum. <laughs> that's coming up in just a few minutes from right now. So, uh, Thank you for listening to all this wedding talk. It's the first time. It's really bizarre to look across the table, and Catherine, don't listen because you'll tear up. But to look across the table and realize your daughter's married now. It's really bizarre. It is. I know. Especially after planning it for a whole year, and then you're just like, in a couple hours, the whole thing's done, and you're like, wow. It's yeah. all done, and now your life changed forever. And by the way. I don't think. Things are going to really change all that much. That's kind of the thing. Well, it is like, because you're married. They've been well, living together for how long and they've... Shh. Insist. <laughs> no. Well, that's the thing with me. It's like I don't deal with big changes all at once in a great way. They just kind of overwhelm me. But I can take one big change at a time. Yeah. And so I was like, I have to have like the house thing done, have lived together for a while. Because I'm like, I can handle getting married. I can't handle getting married, buying a house, and living with him for the first time all in a day. No, thanks. Yeah, I understand Can't that. do it. Religion lot. and whatever else aside. Just couldn't, wouldn't be good for me. It's all true. Yep. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.